0: Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 3 Episode 7 is called The Enemy. So full spoilers for the episode as always. So this is a Romulan episode, it's uh, so got some Romulan shenanigans and they have an interesting bunch in this show and the, you know the Season 1 finale tease that they're kind of back in the... the, the the gal- galactic space, as it were, you know, actually interacting with other uh, races again, where they were kind of hidden for a long time, and we've had maybe like one or two stories since then. This is kind of our sort of maybe second big one since since that reveal, and basically they they, they finished distress call on this really harsh planet. There's a lot of storms. We know that the we find out later that the magnetic uh, uh, field in the planet is really rough and it's basically hooks your brain over a period of time if you're there for too long and they find this crashed Romulan ship and it's Worf, Jordi, and Riker who are down this away mission they find a Romulan survivor and their ship's destroyed uh, but seemingly after they landed it was intentionally destroyed afterwards perhaps to cover up what they were doing there maybe uh, when they re- when they realized they couldn't you know finish their mission as planned and During this little search though, Jordy's off on his own and he falls down a pit and he can't get up and there's so much noise and wind that they can't hear him when he's shouting for help and because they've only got certain windows to beam up and down, they have to beam up so they can take this prisoner back up and they do so. So that kind of sets up her core kind of like, okay, they've got this prisoner on the ship. They're trying to ask him as he's kind of dying, like what were you doing there what's going on eventually another romulan ship who's looking for these these romulans shows up that's a big thing uh, a donor for for this dying romulan when no one really can there's a kind of an unlikely suspect in wharf where it turns out the klingon uh, blood uh, can actually help the romulan uh, which cuz and it makes sense that there's not a lot of known medical science for romulans in the federation because the romulans have been this because, I mean, remember in the original series, they had never even seen a Romulan uh, until that episode, so...
1: Yeah, they do some testing. It's not like they think it'll be just the Klingons. They're like, well, we're testing everyone and yeah. seeing what's possible.
0: Oh, yeah, is, is that, it's it's okay. after a series of, yeah, like, you know, yeah. they don't just jump and to that. it's not
1: like it's any Klingon. It's just, you know, it, it's it's kind of like the equivalent of Wolf has the right blood type, essentially. Yeah.
0: But, you know, and that, that so that becomes a thing because Romulans, of course, killed his parents. They, they attacked the planet he was on and it killed uh, his parents. So uh, there's a lot going on in this episode in terms of uh, drama. And it does a lot of interesting things where I, I think it succeeds in s- slowly building the idea that they're trying not to escalate this because this could end up being the thing that ignites a war. This, this could, yeah. you know, the, the the peace treaty they've got right now or the ceasefire, even more more to be accurate, uh, is, based, you know, it's very... You fragile, know, fragile. Anything could kind of like take it away and set set them off, and they don't want you know if this Romulan dies in their care, it might set off the Romulans to attack them and so on and so on. And I think there's a moment, uh, sort of like you know, going go with like a four act structure. Here. Here's a moment at the end of Act Three, where the camera kind of just tracks in a little bit to Picard as they realize the Romulans are gearing up their weapons and they're, they're, they're it's not even at that point I think it's just when they've, uh, they've crossed through the uh, neutral zone and they're entering Federation space the camera tracks into Picard's face and he's almost looking dead in the camera and says uh, put on red alert right now And it, it but it's said in such a kind of like a calm like thoughtful way where it, you feel him say it, you feel him say red alert, you feel him like this is actually very serious, this, this could start a war. This He's is. very
1: aware of the weight of what that implies
0: yeah I've, I've never felt the red alert order in this show feel have to have that much weight which is to say that i think I, I like this episode quite a bit i actually think it does everything it's set out to do pretty well
1: yeah i like this one uh quite a lot this might be my favorite of the season so far
0: uh, I, I, there's a lot of things I like about it uh, to, like obviously you have Geordi eventually because they claim there's only one Romulan but it turns out to be a second because of course they're lying bastards uh, Naturally. and someone who just finishes season 1 a Picard that's still true <laughs> to this day they're lying bastards deceitful but and he has to kind of work with this Romulan. So at first, the Romulan's got a phaser pointed at him, he doesn't trust them, but ultimately, they can only get out if they, they track something through Jordi's visor. But Jordi can't see through it, so they have to hook it up to his, his tri reader and like they have to work together, right? And Jordi has yeah, to talk but him through a bit it.
1: Where, and Jordi is genuinely blind, yeah, for a, for a point and has to trust in the, the Romulan to kind of guide him.
0: And luckily. Just like women, Wesley Crusher is also in complete control of scientific concepts because he figures out a way to like beam something down of the planet that will yeah be picked up on Jordy's visor like a probe, and yeah. they're able to. That's what they're looking for uh, down there. But so we have that going on, and that's kind of. And I I did like actually I loved the opening scene actually. Uh, right away, I thought the music was really good, and it really gave mm-hmm. it this sense of like they're in this kind of like treacherous planet, and they're like going through. They can barely see like two feet in front of them. It really—it had a different feeling. Usually, when they come down these planets, it's like ah, laddie, da, you know. It's another yeah, it's true. Quiet t- trek planet, but th- this felt—it was actually kind of inhospitable <laughs> for a change.
1: It actually felt dangerous.
0: Yeah, so I like that. Um, I love Worf. You know, being asked to donate his blood uh, to the Romulan and when he's told this by i, I think it's a uh, crusher at first is, yeah he just says like no not certainly not they kill my parents i'm not there's no way i'd ever give a romulan blood no, never ever and then he speaks to raker about it and raker and i act. I, I love this scene because raker says to him because because you know Worf says no 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 they'll know because raker says what if they become allies and if, what, you know what if all this ends and they become allies and Worf says oh that'll never happen and i
1: immediately went Hang on
0: a second. Weren't the Klingons kind of in that same boat not that long not, ago? Not that long ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Riker quite rightly says uh if you know, a few years ago, your people would have said that about humans. Like you know, there was not that long ago where humans and Klingons were in a very similar boat as humans and Romulans. Yeah. So and it's clearly like every race in Romulans. <laughs>
1: well,
0: yeah. But you know, and he, he and Worf Kelly gets his point. He's like, okay, all right. But he also makes this other great point where he says, look, you can make the choice right now to end this cycle of hatred. Like, you know, if you, if you let this guy die, if someone ever finds out, if the Romulans ever find out that you could have saved him and didn't, like, so his, you know, family and children are going to grow up and it's a whole other generation... Of tension, you know, from from. I'm all, okay, just with this one group of people, but
1: like it's got to start somewhere. Yeah,
0: there has to be a point where someone forgives and someone this takes a step forward, and you can be that that. And obviously, that's a big deal for a Klingon to be the person to do that. That's not yeah. in their nature. And I think my favorite part of this plot is the scene he has with Picard, because they get to the point where the the the, the Romulan ship's on its way, and. This is clearly going to escalate into a fight. And if this Romulan passenger dies... And it's worth mentioning, Worf almost decides to do it, and he goes to see the the Romulan, and the Romulan, when he's awake for a moment, when Worf explains that this is what he's been asked to do, the Romulan says, I'd rather die and have Being filthy... Tainted by your blood. Yeah, tainted by your filthy Klingon blood. yeah, You know, something like... So, yeah. and this, this obviously sets Worf off and he doesn't want to do it anymore. And he has this scene with Picard. And Worf quite outright says if you order me to give blood, if that is an order, because it's important to the safety of this ship and the mission, I will follow that order. And Picard says, I don't want to order it. I'm asking you. Hell, I'm even going to beg you to do this, but I will not order it. And I love, I love that, because Star Trek's a show where you could almost feel a bit too squeaky clean at times, where the right kind of outcome is often reached at the end. I love that this is someone saying no i'm not making the right choice and it doesn't feel like a cop it doesn't feel like a frustrating note it feels like this is true to his character and one day when we revisit this theme with Worf, when he does make the opposite choice maybe not the exact same situation obviously but when he does something for a romulan maybe one day in the future it's going to mean so much more because he refused to do it now
1: I, yeah i i love that he doesn't come around yeah you know, because that would be so easy to do, right? Is oh, uh, you know, Picard. Talk, you know, essentially, Picard's here is like, oh, I want audio. It's, I'm not angry, but I'll be very disappointed. Sort of parenting, yeah. essentially, and it doesn't work. Uh, and I mean, it may, maybe if there was more time, he would have come around. Who knows? But I love this idea here that it, it doesn't. It, you know, he he doesn't come around, and you know, it's not so easy. It's just, it's so. Uh, Refreshingly different for for what I'm used to in this show.
0: It's refreshing. It's it feels a bit more realistic that sometimes, yeah, you you won't convince the person to do the right thing. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And yeah, so it's, it's, it's not there yet, and it's kind of like you know, it's kind of a flaw. Like I think most of us agree that the more the humane thing, uh, for <laughs> lack of a better word, given that he's not human, would be to give the blood regardless. But it's actually more interesting that he is not there yet, that he can't make that choice yet, and there's still growth to be had. is is genuinely it's, yeah, fantastic.
1: It's, obviously, it's the wrong choice, and there's no like questioning that. That oh, you know, he, he he was right to to withhold. But but I think it's it's understandable that he doesn't, and and you know that's that's what makes it work. It, it doesn't feel like yeah. a cheap throwaway. Thing. We know why he's not doing this. He's not just being petty for the sake of it. This is. Such a big deal for him that we can't even convince him in in one episode. This is this is something that will take time.
0: And more to the point, this is one of our main characters. This is one of our heroes that are making the wrong choice. Obviously, villains make the wrong choice all the time, but they're villains. (laughs) That's
1: kind of the whole point.
0: But I I I kind of loved this because I was enjoying the episode. I I liked the opening scene. I liked the, the feeling it was given. I I always felt the weight of what was going on, but it was. This scene, the moment where Picard says "Red Alert," those two moments really be like, man, this episode actually really good. It's actually yeah. really, I'm really feeling the weight of what this situation is, and it did that that thing that's done a couple of times in Star Trek, where when Riker's even getting kind of angry and saying we should really like respond to this because they're because they were clearly up to something. They've got this ship, there was two Romulans, I and mean, we I, I also love that we never find out what they were doing. Like that's that's a, that's a tease for a later story.
1: Mystery for another day. Yeah, Yeah, they they were doing something, but at the end of the day, right now, it wasn't worth jeopardizing the piece to find out what it was.
0: Very, Very sketchy, but... And Picard says, look, we have to be very measured in how we respond. We do have to respond in some way, but if we miscalculate this then we'll be remembered as, you know, as the same way Pearl Harbor was. And then he made, said another one that was, was made up. It's a classic Star Trek thing to do where they'll list one that's real, that we know from our history, and then they'll throw in one that happens in 100 years that we don't know about yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? This is going to uh, sound weird, but obviously um, I kind of wish I'd seen this episode before we started Discovery. Because, you know, the, the event at the start of Discovery and the way that, you know, mm. she's remembered and, you know, that, that battle kind of feels like this is what Picard is scared of, of, of being here. Okay, uh, yeah. So it retroactively makes me like that part of Discovery more, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I don't think it was referring to that, though. I don't think... I mean, obviously, Next Gen wouldn't have known that, but like...
1: No, no, it, it wasn't yeah. at all. And I'm not saying that... But that... He didn't have to list that example, but yeah. uh, that... It, it came to mind, having seen it, you know, within the last few years, of like, this is where... Okay, Picard towed the line here. He made the right choice, and he avoided that situation. But in Discovery, things went wrong, and and we didn't. And it was remembered as okay. You no, know, this is that moment for that war. And uh, I kind of like, in retrospect, that more because of the way it was handled here. If that makes sense. Mm,
0: okay. It almost, it
1: almost makes me. It almost makes it feel like it has more weight through nothing that it's done for itself but more, just because I've seen now how the franchise has treated this moment here, it makes it feel like it has more weight in Discovery, even though Discovery did nothing any better.
0: So, of course, they do eventually, you know, they're, they're ready to fight, they're getting their shields up, and they're faced with this dilemma of we only have this window to beam up uh, jordi uh, now that we've found them, because it, the 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 you know the, the forces in the planet are kind of interrupting the systems, and oh hey there's two life signs down there is the other one Romulan we're not sure because we can't get an accurate reading but they don't know how accurate our readings are so we'll just assume it's a Romulan and play it that way and it's a great thing where the Romulan uh, on the other end on you know the, the captain of this other ship who he's, he's, talk, he's talked to a couple of times by this point Who's been asking about his Romulan and he's he's requested that we meet them on the edge of the neutral claimed zone. Claimed it was
1: a, a one man ship that yeah. went off course very very drastically.
0: <laughs> but he's he's refusing to answer the call right now. And Picard says, "Okay, put it all out, open frequency, all channels." And he makes a plea and basically says that like one of us is going to have to sort of take the chance here because otherwise this isn't going to get any further and it's just going to end in a fight. So I'm going, to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, but I, I like that he doesn't say that at first. He kind of pauses and then says, I'll be the one to do it. I'm going to lower the shields because I'm going to beam up my man and your Romulan. And you'll have a chance to attack us, but I really hope you don't. Uh, cause this is, you know. So it beams him up. And of course, Jordi and this Romulan have kind of bonded a little bit and the Romulan kind of sticks up for him. And there's a little bit of camaraderie there. Uh,
1: I would really like to see this Romulan return.
0: That would be a nice touch. In fact, I should mention the actor who played the captain on the ship, uh, the Romulan captain. I didn't recognise his face, with good reason, but I did recognise his voice. And I was like, oh, I think I know who that is. And I double-checked, and it is. It's the actor who plays Jakar on Babylon 5. Now, the reason why I didn't recognise his face is because in Babylon 5, he plays an alien and he's like you know, he's, got, he's got like reptilian skin and it's like you so, know you don't see his face at all but his voice is very distinct and as soon as he started talking i'm like yeah and he's a pretty deceitful bastard on that show as well it's kind of <laughs> his thing so
1: fair enough I, i've not seen that show so i had no connection here but i mean i liked him well enough in this episode
0: yeah, no, he's he's pretty good. He's, that, that thing he does in this episode where he'll swear that oh, just one man, Captain. I've explained. It was just a, an accident, and you know, I, it's, I I was almost expecting Londo to show up just to like bicker with him at opposing race that hates him. It's, it's the whole thing, sure. right? But it, it just it, I was like, man, that just sounds like car.
1: <laughs> I, I actually, no, I I liked how slimy the the captain was because there's that bit where Jacar's like, well, we got a second Romulan. What 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 was that about a, a one man craft? He's like, I was clearly misinformed. <laughs> to
0: do about it. I'm lying. You know I'm lying. And I know you know I'm lying.
1: But I'm gonna go through the motion of it
0: anyway. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um So I was into it. The episode kinda of flew, and I was kind of like amazed when I got to the end and it was already I was like, Oh, we're already I'm already at the end, we're already in the last this few minutes. A, this
1: was a really great episode. Uh
0: and it's funny because I mean the reading IMDb's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not like super high either. It's you know seven point nine. It's not,
1: not even cracking the eight.
0: Yeah, uh, and I I think it's uh I think it's solid. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I like everything it does with Worf. I like everything it does with Picard, and uh, I like everything it did with Geordi. Yeah, the Geordi stuff is is solid. Um, all of it feel like it, it it built to a purpose, and it's this idea that, and I love that Worf can see past what a Romulan was right and he couldn't help the Romulan even with the the debates that he has with Riker and Picard and to be fair the Romulan when he goes to speak to him does make it worse like he he, he may have been close to you know agreeing to it and then the Romulan kind of you know spurred him back into hate mode but I love that his failure to do it the reason why they ultimately like had peace here is because on the other end down the planet jordi did actually befriend the romulan and it was actually that bond because even though obviously they let them beam them back up there's a chance that once they did so there could have still been tension but having jordi and this romulan both say that they helped each other immediately kind of just de-escalated everything it was like okay
1: all right things seem okay in a very natural way yeah it's rare for an episode of star trek to have all three plots one actually not just thematically tying, but functionally tying together in Mm -hmm. a very satisfying way and two all of the plots to actually be very good
0: yeah all of them to be you know either entertaining or or dramatic in a way that feels fulfilling uh yeah and raising interesting questions so no i I give the enemy a healthy healthy mark uh because i I, I,
1: mean as of right now this you know when we get to the end of the season and, and do our best of list this is easily up there um and Maybe maybe it'll be blown out of the water as the season goes on. Who knows?
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I actually, I, I quite like who watches the watchers. I know you weren't asking that as I was, but um, that's maybe my favorite too. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but you know, season three, season three, I think has mostly been really, really good. It's not all the episodes have been like big hits yet, but even the weaker ones, I felt the uh, the ideas, you know, it start, it start. That- I can, I can feel the pistons firing at all times now.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure we've had a terrible episode yet.
0: So, no, very, very, very good stuff. I, uh, I'm excited to see this Romulan stuff continue forward, and I'm excited the character stuff they did with Worf. Uh, like I say, those scenes were fantastic, and I, I genuinely got like I don't want to say chills, but like I genuinely felt it when when that camera just very quietly tracked into Picard when he was told that this ship has crossed the border, and he's like, red alert. And it just it felt I felt way, and it, obviously part of that's Patrick Stewart's performance. Part of it's the the camera movement, because uh, it's this it's this dead center framing. He's 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 basically looking right down the lens uh, when yeah. he says it, uh, but it felt it felt like a big deal. So I
1: like how we got this far into it without even mentioning his performance at that moment because it's was well, Patrick Stewart. Of course, it was his performance <laughs> in pretty oh, much course. every case.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, can't can't uh, can't fault any of it. Um, oh. But yeah, so uh, that is uh, that is the enemy. So next time on Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, we have the price, and here's a description of this one. Well, the Enterprise hosts negotiations for control of a stable wormhole. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Troy forms a personal relationship. Oh God, with an opposing negotiator unaware of his true being.
1: I hate this episode already. Oh, it started promising, you know, wormholes, oh, okay, can we tease some stuff? And then, oh, it's a Troy episode.
0: The first image in the image gallery on IMDb is, this, presumably this ambassador did, or this negotiator, uh, holding Troy in the officer and gentleman pose. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, look, we got a good episode this week, we, we're we paying for it next time, by the looks of it. Uh, if we must. Oh, T- Towers insisted that Star Trek tends to fail when it comes to romance Uh, for the for the lady episodes, so uh, we just have to, you know, bite oh, down I'm, and go
1: for it. Oh, I'm shocked.
0: And go Def- for it.
1: Definitely hadn't predicted that at all.
0: Just have to bite down and go for it. Yeah. Oh, well. There you go. Uh, that's next time. Uh, it is worth mentioning for the next little while, because is a bit lighter due to a certain crisis that's going on in the world, uh, the plan is to actually do two of these per week. So... This might have been the first week you had two, maybe it's next week you have the two for the first time. I'm not sure where they line up, but uh, that'll be a thing for at least a little while. And then once more TV comes back on, we'll probably slow back down again. But, uh, so there should be a a little bit more consistently coming Star Trek your way. So hopefully that's exciting news and we can get through next gen a little bit quicker for a little while. And uh, we'll uh, get to some big episodes, so. uh, Let us know what you thought of this one. In the comments below you can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzzTV and support us for as little as a dollar per month. You can, of course, uh, go to the $5 tier which gets you some stuff early, including the Star Trek reviews, but even $1 will get you some bonuses uh, and all of it helps keep all the content coming, so. Go and have a look and see if you're interested. Uh, But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek, guys. And remember, when it comes to the ladies, Wesley Crusher, and no one else, no one is as, as much control as Wesley Crusher, right? He's in complete control when it comes to the ladies.